Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spoken with Mr. Daryl McDaniels yet this morning. I have not. I spoke with Eric. Uh, he should be calling in the next five minutes or so. And you know, the other thing you, you need to talk to him about and I begged Eric, and he's like, I can't give it to you. It's, it hasn't been released yet or whatever. But did you see the news story about uh, Daryl collaborated with, it's him, Duff McKagan, uh, Travis Barker, Mick Mars, and I Sebastian heard about Bach. this. Yeah, so they did. It's like a, they redid Black Betty. Yes. But it's like, she gets me high. or what, Like, it's a different, a different yeah, song, yeah, yeah, but yeah, same yeah. feel. But I tried to see if he'd give me at least a clip of it or whatever. He's like, Eric, I can't. Eric, Eric, Mr. Blam was like, I'd love to. Blamoville said, no. Uh. Yeah. Eric Eric is his, uh, his right hand. And uh, Eric is great. I love him. I really do he love is Eric. The, he is the best. He, uh, he's just so very nice, man. I um, <laughs> Just so many funny moments with these guys. So I, I don't know if I ever told you. So we went to see him at KU at Allen Fieldhouse, which yeah, is pretty late, great. Late night in the fog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know it's it's Rev Run and it's it's Daryl and and Eric and and they're coming in on one of those uh, from their hotel on one of those like you know the little shuttle things mm-hmm. you know they're the nice limo shuttle things you know yeah. what I'm talking about like it's, a sh- it's like a limo short bus mm-hmm. and uh, we we had been waiting around the backside of the hall and uh, and I was like okay see I, I, I text him, hey man how do I get in like should I go to the front of their tickets there should I wait back here for you like I've got myself and Pinball Jeff and my girlfriend. And the the shuttle stops, so I jump. They go, "Hey, come come here!" And I jump on to find out what I should do, and they shut the door, and it starts to move. And I'm like, "I'm looking at Jeff," and I'm like, "Hold on, hold on, I got two people with it." But they were they had already decided. Oh, I guess he's going with them. We'll see him later. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I was like, "No, I was like," and I'm looking at my guy. I go, "I want baby." I go, "What am I?" All the time we spend together, I leave you places. I just walk away and leave yeah. you. Places. Have I ever stepped back there and been like, "See you in a minute"? Yeah, bye, bitch. <laughs> she's like, "Well, yeah, never." He's gone. I know. She was just gonna. She's like, "I guess that's how they do it here." I Dude, lots of guys' girlfriends are back there. Yeah, right. That's how they do it here in Lawrence, where yeah. I'm from. Yeah, <laughs> boys just get on the shuttle bus and leave you. Uh, but it just he, Eric's one of those guys. Like he just he gets it done. Like he is a he's a wonderful guy, man. Um, I really want to know about that working with Duff. He told me that they were working on it yeah. back when we saw each other last, uh, but I didn't know that it was finished. I didn't know if it was mixed. I didn't know if it was going to be released. Yeah, I still I, I just wanted to see if we could get some kind of clip. I and I don't even know if it's done yet or not. And he's like, Yeah, no, 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 you'll get it. He goes, You'll be one of the first, but you'll get it when you get it. One of my favorite songs of all time, man. I mean, it really is that that just like. I didn't realize uh, Roman, who's uh, very good at music theory, uh, you know, it's there's a math 
to music that they'll teach you. There's right. a certain way it's structured. And, uh, and he goes, this runs against everything you'll ever learn about music. So he goes, the song, the time changes, the keys, the way it's written. The, he goes, he goes, it literally makes no sense to a musician whatsoever. Because, you know, these crazy hillbillies that wrote this were just all jacked up on speed. Like, This is one of the greatest videos of all time. Sure. You have to look it up. Like that, like that weird. And it does about three different weirdo time changes. He goes, yeah, none of that makes any yeah. sense at all. But yet. Which is what it. makes it fantastic. And when you see the video, have you ever seen the video? I don't know how I've never seen the video. Oh, I love you this have song. to. You have it's, to watch it. It looks like just regular band you would have seen at any bar, any night, anywhere in the South yeah. in that era. And no way special. And they're just standing in the yard. like, like And just full 70s up. And you like you it, could expect anything. You, you would expect a dude on a mini bike in a yeah. diaper to jump a kiddie pool. Like it, <laughs> well, that would have been too much. That been, yeah, it's so good. They that would have been too much entertainment. They basically just hit record. Yeah, and it was just dude wearing street clothes. Like, just do it. Like, <laughs> like this, like... For somebody that's seen every yeah. every video, like, I'm, I'm filled with shame. I've not seen this. Like, this is a whole different song. Mm-hmm. And it ain't short. Dude, that bass line sounds like methamphetamines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been up for three days. Like... Boys, I got an idea. <laughs> you should really pick up on the bass. Like... <laughs> Alright, listen, I, I can do this all day. It really is one of my all-time favorite songs. Uh, Jim Jeffries on the way. He's going to be here on the 28th of January. We'll talk to him about the Moist Tour before 10 o'clock this morning. Cough, Scott Sports in your shorts. Uh, but Daryl McDaniels, one of my all-time favorite people. And just, you know, a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, a legend. And and to see his life, uh, like, at the, you know, obviously as a kid, I grew up listening to DMC. Like, that's just that's just part of your, of your musical landscape, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember all of it like it was yesterday. I remember the Kansas City dates. I remember... Friends of mine getting those T-shirts. I remember people turning you on with the cassette tapes and hearing it. I remember it was different. I remember thinking Aerosmith likes them. I, you the know, video itself. All of it. And then, you know, fast forward 20-some years and, and, you know, you find yourself having lunch or dinner or, or sitting on a tour bus or or, or just having great conversations with, with Daryl McDaniels, who then, of course, becomes very human, you know, because he's he is larger than life. I mean, everything about Run DMC was bigger than life mm-hmm. from the the hats to the glasses to the adidas to the the, the everything the track suits it was you know we'd never seen that in suburban white rock and roll world right in the yeah. kansas it was really kind of fun and exciting and new and and people didn't they you know, felt like you you know am i supposed to like this i like iron maiden yeah but the way he would weave his words yeah. in and out and yeah, made it so cool born may 31st in harlem and raised in hollis queens new york 
1984, he helped form what would become one of the biggest and most influential rap groups in music history, Run DMC. sold, and status as one of the forefathers of hip-hop led to the group's 2009 induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and his friendship with Jesse James Dupre and Jackal has made him part of our family. He's just released a new children's book, titled Daryl's Dream and he's preparing to release a new album featuring appearances by Mick Mars, Sebastian Bach, Travis Barker, Duff McKagan and more. Please welcome, hip-hop legend and longtime friend of the show, the man known as DMC, Daryl McDaniels. How you feeling this morning, D? Oh, I'm feeling, excuse me, I'm feeling really good. How you doing, Jay? Good, good, man. That Daryl's Dream looks fantastic, man. That's a great book. Oh, thank you, thank you. I mean, um, it's the, the funny thing about it, it's a book that I did for the children, Johnny, and all the parents want it like it's an album. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exact. I was thinking the same thing, going, man, all the parents that, that, that grew up with DMC that really love them, like reading this to a kid or a grand, even a grandkid now, you uh, because right. you there's just certain imagery in there, and you go, oh yeah, Daryl, Run DMC. Yeah. Like you don't feel like a like a jack off reading this to a kid. You're like, come here, kid. Right, right, exactly, right. Because yeah. um, you know, everybody knows me from from when I graduated high school, and then I went to St. John's University, and I hooked up with Running Jay, and then um, you know, we walked this way in our Adidas while telling the world how tricky it is, but. People are loving the book. The kids are being introduced to this Daryl guy that their mothers, fathers, grandmothers, and grandfathers know about. But the parents are now seeing the guy that they know, but they're so blown away because, yo, this is Daryl in third grade. This is Daryl in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like yeah. everything I've always done artistically, y'all were always a part of it. Sure. No, no, that's that's this will be a great success. It'll be fantastic, man. And uh, I, I think people are going to be lining up at all the uh, Comic Cons uh, to get you to sign yep. it too. To get me to sign the children's book. That's so that's crazy, right? That's I mean, great. but it's just universally, uh, generationally impactful, and um, it's a positive way that I could connect with the younger generation just to do what I've always done: inspire and motivate. And you know, y'all, you know, I just heard you speaking about it. We were larger than life, but the beautiful thing about Run DMC, if you was in Compton, if you was in Beverly Hills, if you was in Kansas, if you was in, in Philadelphia, if you was in Germany, when y'all saw Run DMC, y'all saw, you know, the, the fame of us, but y'all also saw something positive about yourselves in us. Sure, no doubt about it. And well, and it was also the... I don't know. We, you know, and that was at a time when you just you never saw 
uh, rap and rock mix over. And we've talked about right. this with Aerosmith, but but it was something yep. great about that. And I think you were, must have been the same way in Hollis Queens growing up because you liked you know you liked all these bands, these Aerosmith bands and yep. Zeppelin and, and Creedence yep. and, and 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 you know I'm sure that you got some funny looks from your friends. They're like, you like what? Well, for sure. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is that until we showed it in the Aerosmith video, you know, when Steven Tyler took the mic stand and knocked the wall down. A lot of people were into it anyway. Um, just yesterday at my gym, I had one of my um, gym, you know, the people at my gym. Uh-huh. He said, yo, D, we grew up in Long Island City where a bunch of white dudes were playing for the, you know, Hempstead High School um, football team. They used to ride around. And remember the black bands, Johnny? Remember bands was popular? Oh, they sure. Customized band. Yeah. So they used to ride around in this black band and, and band, and was just nothing but metal and rock on it. I'm talking about Jeff Leopard, Iron Maiden, more, everything. But he said people would get in the van with them. You know what I'm saying? And the guy that owned the van would put in the cassette, and it would be Run DMC. And, and, and he said everybody who ever got in that van who was a metalhead of the rock band? Just you, you, you just saw every um, every doubt, every negativity melt off of them. And he said, everybody that got in my band and got out of that band walked out of that band with Motorhead, Def Leppard, and Run DMC <laughs> represent, yeah. representation. Yeah. I was like, wow. No, and in the time, you never know the lasting, you know, uh, effect that you have on, on the world, on culture, on on the way somebody grows right. up. Music is so important to us, and you know, it's right. and, and to the point, like I was explaining to these guys, you told us a story. We're all sitting at uh, at Naismith Hall and uh, and it was man. What, by the way, what an incredible I, I can't thank you enough, man. That was so much fun to see you guys at KU. Uh, I'd always heard about the legend of, of you know, this 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 place, this arena and to see yeah, run yeah. DMC there and to see, you know, that what it was all about. Like that was really an experience it for me, crazy. man. Yeah, it was probably looking at. I'm looking at all the parents that grew up with me smiling, but then I'm also looking at all their little kids smiling too, because they're like, "Oh my God, that's it! It's tricky TikTok people! Oh my God, <laughs> yeah, that's right. it's tricky TikTok people!" <laughs> yeah. Well, and and watching you with with Bill Self, who's you know of course a legend in basketball, and, yeah, and, yeah. and those kids in that locker room, and I was just standing back thinking. How did I get? I felt like an alien looking at this world. I'm like, I'm watching <laughs> you and Rev talk to these kids, and and these are the best of the best, the next crop, yes. you know, of, of yes. professional athletes and Bill Self, yeah. and, and yeah. it's just such a. It was a really fantastically strange experience for me. I, yeah, I, it was, and the whole the whole staff and their families and everything. But um, um, that's just the power of goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all sitting right. waiting for the show to start. And D starts to tell the story, and, and uh, I, Michael Jackson knew that DMC, Run DMC, was the was right. the moment. Like, and there was a credibility that he lacked. Now he, of course, with Michael Jackson, he's he's, he's the Thriller. He's he's got the Victory Tour yeah. under his belt now. He's you know the Jackson yeah. Five. I mean, he is an incredible superstar worldwide. Yeah. Nobody oh bigger. Goodness. But what he lacked. <laughs> was a bit of credibility and grittiness. And he came to you guys. And he, he wanted you guys yeah. to come because he could beatbox, right? Yes, he could beatbox. And um, he could beatbox. He could rap. And it was funny. He wanted to make a record with us. He said, and, and this, you know, and, and this is this is like, this really humbles me. Michael Jackson looked at me, Run Jay, and, and, and um, DJ Herrick came from the BC, was with us. And Michael Jackson says out of his mouth, 
Run DMC. You guys are great. And I'll never yeah. forget that because I'm standing there, Johnny, saying, oh, my God, Michael Jackson is standing there salivating, saying, run DMC is great. Then he goes, Jesse, I love the thing that you did with Walk This Way and Steven Tyler, but I don't want to do that. He said, I want to do a beat like Peter Piper. Now, we looking at him like, what? we like, I want to do it like Peter Piper, and y'all going to rap, and I'm going to sing. And then he said, I want the beat to go like this. And then Johnny, he just goes into this beat pot that will put Dougie Fresh to shade. And we stand in there amazed. So right. Michael was a musical, artistic genius, but... Imagine standing there seeing Michael Jackson do the beatbox of Peter Piper with the 808 drums and the hi-hats and everything, right. Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you think to yourself, how could you know what we do? Like, just because you grew up, yeah, like we right, all did, exactly. you think when you were a kid, he was a kid. You, you know, Jackson. Yeah, I mean, right. That, that's, right. That's, so he's got, yeah. he's got Bubbles the monkey with but him. But he got Bubbles the monkey with him. And Bubbles the monkey is walking around with uh, overalls on, a T-shirt, sneakers, and a hat tucked to the side. <laughs> and, you know, so when he first walked in the room, you know, and we were all speechless. So I can imagine, you know how you have a movie and you can hear the thoughts of the person on the screen? Right. So I can imagine what Jay and Hurricane and Run was saying. But when he walked in, I was like, oh, my God, this is Michael Jackson standing here telling me I'm great. And then I looked into his hands. He got bubbles. He's holding bubbles like a little kid. And I said, then he got bubbles the monkey. (laughs) So he set bubbles down. And the whole meeting, Bubbles is walking around up to each and every one of us like a kid that's checking out the people in their in the room. It was it was surreal. It was surreal. And every and we 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 never said nothing about it. But every once in a while, we would look at each other and go, "Yo, this is Michael Jackson, and he got a monkey." It It was crazy. Then, then um, after that, um, you know, he's sitting there, he's talking about the record, and I'm going to do this, and boom, bang, or whatever. And then he looks over at Jam Master Jay. And me and Run didn't have our dookie rope yet. Jay had his fat rope. He had the Adidas sneaker hanging from the rope. And he looks over at Jay, and he goes, oh, my God, that's beautiful. And I remember he had a chef, and he had a, an assistant with him. And he turns to the assistant and goes, I forgot her name, but he goes something like, Mary, isn't this beautiful? And Jay's like, oh, okay, you want to try it on? And he gives it to Michael, and Michael puts it on his neck. He starts hitting the B-boy stance. He puts his hand on his waist. He folds his arm. He hits the break dancing stance and all of that. We love it every right. minute. So the funny thing is, before, when Jay gave him the chain, he gave the monkey to the assistant. So Michael's taking a chain off of his neck. And he's putting it up back around Jay's head. So Bubbles, not thinking, not violently, Bubbles is thinking, oh, Jason must be nice because Daddy is putting his head, arms around Jason. So as Michael is laying the chain back around Jason's neck, Bubbles, Bubbles lunges at Jay. <laughs> not, you know, not like a tap mode. He just lunges at Jay, and Jay just jumps up. Yo, what's the number? And then everything slows down. Double fly in the... And it's funny. I mean, this wasn't a film, but time just slowed down. You see bubbles jump into the air in slow motion, arms 
flailing, feet flailing, and then everybody looks at Michael, and you just hear Michael goes, Bubble! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then Michael, it's going in slow motion. Michael um, um, catches bubbles. Michael catches bubbles. Boom. And then everything speeds up. Michael just turns around at us, and he gives us this evil look. And people say Michael had an evil side. People say Michael had a side where if he was close to Michael, you would hear him say, F this and F Motown and F Tommy F all these people. So we got, we didn't get the, the voice, but we got the evil Michael look like y'all just upset my monkey. Nobody upset but So we looking at Michael, and it looks like he's about to curse us out. Then he says, you know what, you know what, let's just eat. And then we knew he was pissed. So I, I remember what happened. I remember it. so it got real quiet. We had um we had um swordfish, asparagus, broccoli, brown rice, and um something else. And we're sitting there and after this bubbles incident, nobody said anything. So Jay's funny, and over here, Michael's up on the stage sitting in like a lotus position eating, right? And Jay says, Yo, I'm gonna say something. We're like, don't say something. You're messed up already. This and that. We gotta get this recommend. Whatever he said, no, I'm gonna say something. So Jay just to break the ice. Jay says, oh, Yo, Michael, man, this food is really good, man. It's just incredible. What do you think about it? And I just remember Michael saying, he goes, uh, he goes like this. This is Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the food is good. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is bad. Right. This well, is really. He was like, well, and then we said, we were like, then I guess you know, the bubbles didn't get hurt. Nobody got hurt. And then it calmed down. And then Michael was like, okay, um, I really want to make this record. Let's let's get together. I, you know, basically what happened was the meeting was over. But I guess they were, Mike was trying to be nice. So he was like, okay, I really want to make this record. Let's get together in another two weeks or whatever, whatever. But there's a funny part about the story. We never got to make, now, Michael Jackson and Run DMC was going to make a record together. We never got to make a record together. And people always ask me why. I was like, man, we were too busy to make a record with Michael Jackson. Because <laughs> that's right. the time. Walk this way, my dear. But what had happened was we had to meet with him. And then we had another brief meeting with him. And then every time we wanted to get together to go to the studio, shoot, we was touring the world with the Beasties. And then when we was off the road for a brief time, Michael was over in Europe. And then when Michael was ready to do it, man, yo, Michael, man, we in Japan for the next three months. So because of um, time constraints and how busy Run DMC was, we never had time to actually hunker down and make the song with Michael Jackson. But just to have that opportunity and, and you know, one of the greatest, I met everybody in the business, but how many people could say that they hung and, and right, right. in person. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and dude, I feel like we got to defend Jay. Like he grew up in Hollis, Queens. He never saw anybody with a goddamn monkey before, no, like dressed up on, like a human Jay. being. Right, and then Jay, and like I said, Bubbles was like being nice. He was like, "Oh, Daddy likes this man." So yeah. Bubbles put his arms out there. Jay, they was like, "Yo, what the hell with this?" Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, so he so... threw he threw Bubbles a little bit, right? He, he didn't hurt him. 
No, not at all. Not at all. It wasn't, it wasn't that. But Jay was like, yo, you know what? I don't know. I, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw the movie. Like, he was like, I remember, this is too new. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, I'm cool as hell. Oh, it's so no, great. I'm not, I'm not used to this. And that's just the beauty of things that happen when people from different cultures and, yes. and races and creeds come together. <laughs> I had this talk this about somebody yesterday. Uh, we were talking about that we, we live in this crazy world. If you're just joining the show, the great, the legendary Daryl McDaniels is with us. Uh, Run DMC, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 15 million plus records sold. And, and we're talking about uh, all of this, this life that, that he has lived. And from, from breaking down these musical barriers uh, to today with a brand new book, Daryl's Dream, available in all the bookstores and online now. It's a good children's book. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And, and you know, you, you know okay. What's I was going to say, we were talking about, we live in this world where everybody, the new rallying cry, right, is we yeah. need diversity. We want diversity. Yeah. You know? and, I, and I go, great. I love diversity. That sounds fun. But then if, yeah. you, if you discuss the differences in people's culture, the world explodes. Yep. And I'm like, look, guys, right. you're going to have to pick a side. If you want it to be a right. diverse world, then you've got to be able to enjoy people's diversity. Yes. And it's got to be okay it's, to be like, hey, man, what about this? Tell me about this. Right, exactly. 100%. You know, it's that powerful thing. One of the things that I'm noticing with the children's book is which one. I spoke at a lot of schools, um, um, Johnny, high schools. And in the high schools, it's like, take this to the middle schools. In the middle schools, take this to the elementary school kids. So for the last, I would say, about uh, nine or ten years, I've been talking, you know, kindergarten to sixth grade. Now, imagine me. And when I go in there, I don't – I talk to them like I speak to you. Right. So, you know, they're looking at me. You know, I'm like, I'm 55 years old, and before I leave the classroom, we're going to find out that we have a lot in common, right? And by the time we leave, the kids find out. I like comic books, too. I like Star Wars, too. I like rice pudding, too. Oh, I, you got bullied? I get bullied now. But here's the powerful thing about um, discussing, you know, your weaknesses, your vulnerabilities, and even your differences. You know, you know, guys, you know, some people, you know, they bake their chicken. You know, the black guys like it fried and stuff like that. But it's all the same thing. But the most powerful thing about talking to these kids at such a young age is, Usually when I finish a Q&A at a high school or even a middle school, their questions are, and these are supposed to be the more mature people, right? right. Johnny, their questions are, do you know Cardi B? You know, <laughs> do you know Diddy? Sure. Do you know Beyonce? Do you know Taylor Swift? But the kindergarten, I always open up for Q&A because you want to have dialogue and conversation with these kids. Kindergarten in the sixth grade, Johnny, it's always, how did you feel when you got teased and bullied? How did you feel when your bigger brother did that to you? How did you feel when your mother said you could stay up late to watch the movie? These kids have a lot of feelings, emotions, sure. yeah. that are mental things that if we don't allow them to express them now, they will eventually have those problems when they're grown. No doubt about it. You know what I'm saying? And somebody and needs to tell them it's okay to be upset about yes. it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you can be upset, you can be angry, it's okay to be confused, it's okay to be scared, but more importantly, it's it's like rock and roll. It's like punk rockers and rock and roll. You can have green hair, you can have freckles, you don't gotta wear, you know, I tell the kids, and they look at me like, you're giving us permission to be who we want. I say the coolest person in this in this whole school is the person that don't want to wear or Air Jordans because of Michael, and you don't have to wear Adidas because of Run DMC. And you can see the relief that falls off their face. I tell these kids, you can be sure. who you are, and that's what rock and roll taught me 
which allowed me, Johnny, to be so powerful when I came in hip hop. You know That's what right. I'm saying? Nope, without I came a doubt. in rhyming about family and Christmas time in school. So our diversity expressing our differences is the actual thing that brings us closer together. Yes. Yes, without a doubt, man. And and being great with it and being curious about it. And we'll figure yeah. it out someday. We get we get a little closer, I think, all the time, but it does. Exactly. We, we we were just laughing about we you know, it's it's such a it's a great word and we throw it around a lot, diversity. But then if you ask somebody right. about our differences, then everybody's like, Oh and I'm like, Look, man. Right. You know, imagine me, you know, I'm getting ready to put the record out. I'm, I'm gonna make sure you get the exclusive Johnny, the record is being prepped right now. This we get ready to go with the layout. I'm gonna make sure that you're the first person in the continent of USA to get the record. But the whole record came about from um um, we did a um, we did a um, we did a remix a redo of a uh, Ram Jam Black Betty from the eighties. Great song. So you know everybody loves that song. Um, incredible riff to play. So it, it actually just started with me sampling it. Then it went to the producer. Let me shout out my man Sonic. He's a great producer. Produced crazy hip hop and R and B. But he was at a he was at a speaking of diversity. He was at a football game. And at the football games, like hockey games and all basketball games, you know, in the um, intermissions and timeouts, they play records. So they'll play Van Halen. They'll play Queen, of course. They'll play Rage. They'll play um, Black Sabbath, but honestly. But they also play Run DMC. Right. Sonic was like, you need to do another one of these. He said, right now is the perfect time to do it. So we did a sampled version. And Sonic was like, no, we got to get live with this. So the first person that I met just, just talking with Sebastian Bach. See what you up to. I tell him about the idea. I'll sing it. I'm, no, we ain't going to sample. I'll sing it live. And then the second person that I met was Travis Barker. Yo, D, what's up? What you up to? Well, I got this song, this and that, Travis. Oh, and it was almost like, oh, I want to come play. Can I come over? Awesome. Oh, can I join in? So it, it went from me doing just a sample remake to having Sebastian Bach sing, Travis Barker play drums. Then I went to a meeting before um, um, this person wanted to do a DMC Cologne. During the DMC Cologne meeting, Mick Mars from Motley Crue calls in and says, DMC's in the room, let me speak to him. I love those guys. And the first thing Mick says to me, yo, DMC, I got a lot of them, but I love your hat. <laughs> and it was great. just a hat thing. Yeah, it was crazy. I love your hat. And he was like, yo, if you ever need me to do something, I was like, oh, Mick, by the way, I got Sebastian and Travis, done deal. And this was crazy, Johnny. I was going to bring him here and do the whole VIP celebrity thing. You know, I bring him to New York four seasons. For, he said, no, DMC, you get your butt on a plane. You come to L.A. and I'm going to make Nikki Six give us his studio for the day. We'll do it there. So I fly to L.A., I record with Mick Mars in, uh, in Nikki Six Studio. So this was over a period of a couple of years. So just um, about eight months ago, Sebastian runs into Duff. You know, Duff was doing Guns N' Roses. Right. And that. So Duff was really cool. Duff was like, yo, that sounds like a good idea. Let me hear it. Because if he hated it, he probably wasn't going to do it. Sure. So we send it, we email the song to Duff, you know, to, to the point where we're at. Ten minutes later. I'm going in the studio right now. This is incredible. So uh, I think I think that the feeling that each artist had just doing something that was fun and enjoyable. And look at the diversity of the generations. Sebastian Bach, Travis Barker, Mick Mars, Duff McKagan, and DMC. That's like 50 years yeah. of 
different culture. And so when we get that job, and you're definitely going to be the first to get it. Uh, I can't wait to hear it. And, and I just and it's funny because Duff is a friend, and and you and he, are, you guys share a lot of uh, of similar thoughts about this world, about history, about the way you live your life. Help both you guys sober, and and yeah, and, and yeah. what you've gone through in your lives. And and, and honestly, yeah. you think about the the height of fame and everything that comes along with it, and the pitfalls. Yeah. And the, I mean, you yeah. guys are incredibly similar, and and, and I'm telling yeah. you, Duff yeah. McKagan's one of my favorite people in this world. And uh, I, 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 I yeah, can't tell you. Said he's an amazing person. Everybody said, yo, G, you're going to love Duff and he's going to love you. Yep, yep. It's, uh, by the way, if you haven't played their pinball game, it's incredible. The Guns N' Roses <laughs> pinball machine is so good. And, and wow, that's awesome. I'll tell you, how there's not a Run DMC pin yet. And, you know, because there's a huge resurgence in this pinball thing. This new Guns N' Roses. I know. Jersey Jack, Jersey Jack is who you want to do it. Jersey Jack Pinball. Jersey Jack. All That's, right. That I'm telling you, Jersey Jack Pinball is the company you want to do this because they're the they're, they're the guys changing the thing. They did the GNR game, new technologies. You know, funny. Um, that's so funny, Donnie. Um, I was at the uh, a couple of months ago. I was at the Seattle Comic Con, and one of the people that got online to get my book, he brought that up. He said, "Why does the idea see?" have a pinball game. Then he started going into all the history. Then he was telling me about the different venues that have the pinball machines. He said the same thing. He said, DMC, why doesn't run DMC have a pinball machine? It'd be one of the coolest ones to have along with all the other ones. I was no like, doubt. wow. Nope. Was all right. So I got to put that on my bucket list. I got I got the kids booked now. Yep. So my next thing is to get a run DMC pinball machine into the world. I'm telling you, in the last 10 years, <laughs> there's been a Metallica, an Aerosmith, an Iron Maiden, a yes. new Guns N' Roses, yes. a Beatles. Like, a, a run DMC would be, fa- Alice Cooper's got one, uh, Rob Zombie's got oh, wow. one. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, wow. you guys, yeah. it, was, right. it would be perfect. It's, it's wrong if we don't have one. It is. Well, listen, <laughs> I, I know you got a million things going, D, and uh, I can't wait to see you, my friend. I love you. And uh, I'm proud for you, man. That new children's book, Daryl's Dream. Thank you. And I cannot Thank wait you. to hear the new project. Thank you. Yeah, I'll definitely make sure you get the um, um, the Black Betty song will be called um, She Gets Me High. <laughs> cool. She gets me high. Oh, Black Betty. But, uh, yeah, everybody um, get the children's book. And the, the beautiful thing about the children's book is you can read it with your kids. And you can enjoy it, too. They right. will enjoy it because they will see themselves. And after you read the kids' book with them, you can put on Tricky and y'all can dance. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right, listen, hey, Eric's good. Your family's good? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's healthy. Thank you. Thank uh, Eric had COVID, but he, 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 he got over it. So good. it's a serious thing because we thought we was invincible. We don't get COVID. Eric had it. He didn't get sick or nothing, but um, he, he's good now. Everybody's healthy. All right. Love to everyone, man. I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon, Johnny. Thank you. And Kansas City, I love you like a mother. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 